Hello and welcome to this edition of the Center for Military Studies Report Talk, this time with senior researcher Dominika Kunatova of the Center for Security Studies of ETH Zurich. Dominika has written a new report for the Center for Military Studies here at the University of Copenhagen. The report is entitled New Missiles Eroding Norms, European Options After the Demise of the INF Treaty. And welcome to you, Dominika. Thank you, Henrik. Hello from Zurich. Hello and, and welcome to uh, to this uh, CMS report talk. Can you tell us what is the real world problem that the report is grappling with? What are the changes out in the real world that led us to do this study? Well, this uh, this report first and foremost uh, looks at uh, the the sad story of the Intermediate Range Nuclear Forces Treaty. It was signed in 1987 and it was considered a cornerstone for European security. Uh, but due to the recent uh, developments, um, the US uh, withdrew from the treaty in 2019, citing a numerous uh, Russian violations. Um, this treaty was important because um, like in the time it um, eliminated a whole uh, class of uh, weapons that directly uh, targeted Europe. So they, um, the, the missiles of, of a range between 500 and 5,500 kilometers um, ground launch, interestingly, and um, without any geographical limitation. So by uh, the disappearance of, of this um, important uh, arms control treaty, the security dilemma in, in Europe, of course, worsened and uh, it infused the, the, the security environment with more um, mistrust, uncertainty and uh, like bad taste of what, what is actually going on. Thank you. So you can say that the, the end of the treaty was kind of symbolic in that it was accelerating a, a, a worsened security situation and, and it contributes to undermining or further eroding some of the um, uh, the foundations of, of European security. And of course, as your study shows, this very much has to do with the superpowers when it comes to missiles and nuclear weapons, the United States and, and Russia, but it also involves China. And in that way, the whole game kind of lifts the attention away from Europe, but it also leaves some problems specifically for Europe. And your subtitle has to do with those uh, special implications uh, for the European complement can, continent. Can you tell us a little bit about what are the what are the strategic implications seen from a European perspective in this case? Well, um, exactly, and I believe this is the, the biggest value added of the, of the report, that it's not only about one specific uh, treaty, but it looks at the big picture and uh, it uh, pinpoints uh, the two um, important uh, concerns from the European perspective when it comes to this uh, geopolitical uh, shifts that, uh, first of all, um, Europeans need to realize that uh, uh, Europe is no longer in the center of Washington's strategic thinking and that uh, need to be aware that uh, what's going on in the Asia-Pacific has a direct consequences uh, um, for security in Europe. And uh, the second point is that uh, um, we can very well observe um, and intensifying great power competition, which at the same time is accompanied by this lack of appetite in um, talking and brainstorming um, new arms control, um, not only treaties, but also uh, confidence building measures. And this is uh, dangerous because uh, at the same time, uh, we have uh, new missiles, new 
advancement in, in missile technology is happening and these great powers are in, already engaged in certain qualitative arms race in a sense of uh, gaining a technology, um, technological edge uh, for the 21st century warfare. And uh, this, is, uh, this is dangerous because um, this uh, ongoing arms race can spiral out of control if uh, we won't include them in the, in the new um, arms control deals. So one of the one of the things that you then look at that follows from from uh, these new uh, kinds of missiles, the new technologies surrounding uh, um, uh, missiles, is exactly the security policy fallout. So not a technical analysis, but more uh, to examine what happens at the level of security policy, but specifically in Europe. Um, and what are the challenges for the Europeans in this case? What what um, um, what what are the, the problems for strategic stability in Europe following uh, from the, from the new uh, new missiles? Mm -hmm. Well, the strategic stability. Well, that's the cross-cutting concept for the, for the whole study, and by this uh, we mean um, a situation of a reduced risk uh, of of a conflict between nuclear armed states. But today, um, in contrast to to the Cold War when it was all about nuclear deterrence, now we have not only um, um, Russia and US, but we have multiple uh, nuclear relations that are asymmetric that uh, concerns China, right? Um, we have the more players, we have a, a more sophisticated conventional weapons. And uh, then we have the, the arms control architecture that, that is um, um, important uh, to prevent any kerfuffle among these nuclear power states. And for Europeans, uh, what is important to realize is that um, it's not only about uh, maintaining the extended um, U.S. nuclear deterrent over Europe to provide them the security, but for Europeans, it is important that the U.S. would represent their interest in the strategic talks and uh, in the whole process of designing new arms control treaties. So on part of Europeans, the, the main challenge is to keep the United States interested in European security while it's uh, more or less... <laughs> preoccupied of, by what is going on in Asia Pacific. And this, this means uh, to, for Europeans to, to align their, their position on, on China, agree on what kind of threat uh, or security challenge it actually is, and provide their, their, their support and, and, for instance, the developed um, expertise in arms control policy um, to the US and, and uh, um, help the U.S. to kind of socialize the Chinese experts and to get them on board um, and include them in, in, the, in the arms control talks. Um, so it's not, for Europeans, it's not only about patching the gaps in, in deterrence and, and defense posture on the eastern front of the NATO borders. So. so there's also a, a, we might say, ideational or ideas-related element to this that the Europeans should should uh, has a, have they have a special obligation uh, for themselves for their own populations to rediscover the, the values and virtues of uh, arms control and uh, to work with the language and the institutions that follow from this. Now, in your in your conclusions, just here towards the end, uh, what kind of takeaways does your study lead to? Um, what uh, what kinds of takeaways follow from uh, from your analysis? What would you like to highlight? Um, I believe the main message of, of the whole report is that there is no time for complacency. 
uh, that um, we have we have dangerous dynamics going on on the on the level of technology, uh, on the level of, of um, geopolitical um, dynamics, and uh, this can easily spiral out of control. So um, talking to um, European leaders and, and, and experts, I would say that uh, um, it's good to talk about strategic uh, autonomy, um, but at the same time, it's uh, important to realize that uh, European security is still dependent on on, on the, its close partnership with the US and its uh, nuclear deterrent. And uh, this partnership uh, is uh, remaining the, the cornerstone of, of uh, European security. And uh, they, the, the, the new initiatives for, for strengthening the, and, and for, the, for the military emancipation of Europe should not um, result in alienating the US as the only uh, great power ally of, of uh, Europe. Fantastic, Dominika. Thank you so much for participating in this uh, CMS report talk. Uh, the uh, new report published by the Center for Military Studies at the University of Copenhagen and written by Dominika Kunatova is called New Missiles Eroding Norms, European Options After the Demise of the INF Treaty. And the report can be found off the homepage of the Center for Military Studies for free download. Thank you. <laughs>